Good morning. Great. Thank you, thank you so much for coming in. We have uh, a, a kind of an odd week this week because yes. you, you met on Monday and not Tuesday because last night was the uh, night to unite. Yes. Yeah. Did you did it you was. unite? Get out and unite yourselves uh, yeah. yesterday? Yeah. Yes, we did. So it was just really a great opportunity. I'm really grateful for the weather. The weather made it mm-hmm. just so enjoyable and uh, saw parties going on all throughout the city. And we attended uh, several different ones uh, at Viking Terrace, Jefferson Park, Townhomes, uh, stopped over at the Key. And even as we were driving to party from party to party, you could see different cul-de-sacs blocked off, people gathering, uh, police vehicles, ambulance, uh, and our fire trucks mm-hmm. and our Norfield Library bookmobile were all out and about moving around to the different parties. And it was just so fun to see people taking that opportunity to get to know one another and greet their uh, emergency or first responders. And, uh, it, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I think that uh, really goes a long way to uh, towards building yeah. community. Yeah. 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 Uh, so let's uh, move on to the, uh, because of the Night to Unite, you met the night before. Yes. Let's talk about that meeting. Uh, first of all, uh, you had a lot on the consent agenda that has been, and a lot of stuff that you've been working on for a while that's finally made its way to the consent agenda and on through. Is there anything uh, from that area that you'd like to, to mention or highlight? Yes, absolutely. And normally we don't talk about the consent agenda because it's approved with just a singular vote. Mm-hmm. But there were some significant projects that were on uh, approvals that were granted through that consent agenda. One of them was Bluff View. So that is that area of the city that is just across from the middle school, or to the south of the middle school, I would say. And it's a 21.65-acre development, 46 lots, three quad homes, 18 twin homes. Uh, It extends Ford Street towards 246 so we're getting closer to having that connectivity down in that lower portion of the city Um, the council also approved a trail extension or some connectivity in there to be able to get kids from that southern portion of development over to the middle school so there were just some different approvals that happened with that several official agreements that have been working their way through the system and then uh, final adoption there last, well, the next step in the process, right? The development agreement. Mm -hmm. And I believe there's a groundbreaking September 4th from 1 to 4 uh, that the Norfield Chamber of Commerce and Paul Ryland with Johnson Builders, Johnson and Ryland Builders are uh, preparing and I Mm -hmm. I think they're planning some really special things with uh, some food trucks and some special guests. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Marty McFly is going to be there. Mar- Marty and, McFly uh, will Doc, be there. Uh, from Back to the Future, right? With the mm-hmm. DeLorean. So. Okay. <laughs> they have the DeLorean, too. The car <laughs> will be there. The the- a themed groundbreaking. That's yeah. pretty fun. Well, you think back uh, historically, um, the schools, if you look at our, our grade schools here in Northfield, we have you know, Greenvale and we have Sibley and uh, some of the older ones. So those used to be on the edge of town, just like the new ones now, but the town kind of fills in around those schools and all of a sudden it's just, it's a neighborhood school again. Yeah. So not on the edge of town. Let's move on to um, 
the regular agenda. Anything else from the uh, consent agenda? Yeah, I just thought I'd mention just two other items real quickly, um, strategic items, actually. the Our Northfield Hospital and Clinic, we, uh, the city council, as part of the process, approved a lease agreement that they uh, are putting forward so that they can service the Kenyan area. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are opening up a clinic over there, and that will expand the opportunity to be able to service that area uh, out there in the rural area to be able to give them quality health care services. So that was really exciting. Um, Also, the Hillcrest development. Uh, I think last night we, or not last night, gosh, I'm still on that. Um, Monday night. Yeah, there were six additional items uh, for a grant agreement to be able to give uh, help to that CAC Hillcrest development to help it uh, get to the last lake. Uh, Some financial help that the city council is giving for that, for park dedication fees, uh, sack and whack fees, uh, building permit fees, fees related to zoning application and uh, some other items. And I think we're also going to be moving forward with helping them out with the sidewalk installation along Dresden to be built with our 2022 city projects. So just some additional financial resources to be able to help that project get over uh, to the next step and get built in in the ground. So that's very exciting. I know Scott Scott was in and you had Mm -hmm. him talking about that. So that's very exciting. I think a lot of community members have been assisting with that. So. Yeah, and that's uh, there are a lot of moving parts, a yes. lot to that. It's not just your typical development. So they've done a, a lot of work and done a great job. It's going to become reality now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Okay, let's move on to the uh, regular agenda. Uh, you had about $4.5 million of general obligation uh, bonds that uh, uh, for street reconstruction that was uh, voted on last night. Tell us that. Yeah, a few things there. Uh, we have the about $1.6 million uh, related to that Bluffview project that the mayor talked about where the we're really helping to finance the construction of the infrastructure. It will be repaid back through the development process. Uh, so uh, certainly help the city helping to move along housing development to meet the needs of the community. Additionally, $2.4 million, uh, roughly in our uh, mill and overlay projects or annual kind of street project improvement programs uh, that we did this year. We had a plow truck, a uh, larger piece of equipment, about 400000 related to a plow truck uh, to do. And uh, last of all, uh, unfortunately, we were going to do some maintenance on a bridge. It's not critical, so it can wait, but we only got one bid, and it was uh, quite significantly over budget. Um, so we're going to push that into a next year's project, and we really removed that from the from our debt issuance. So it came down mm-hmm. a little bit from what we planned, but I think we're in very favorable interest rate environment still, which is a good thing. Um, certainly continuing to kind of monitor things, but um, so we'll be council authorized issuance of that, and they'll be coming back. Uh, on the 17th to, uh, or excuse me, the award on the 17th and closing in September for that is what the schedule is. All right. Uh, let's move on to the riverfront, our, the Riverwalk entrance improvement discussion. That's on the west side, the mm-hmm. other side of the, uh, from where we're sitting right now, uh, mm-hmm. of, the, uh, of the downtown area. Uh, that uh, t- Tell us about what that uh, discussion entailed. Yeah, this kind of came about where, uh, you know, with the Riverfront Action Plan uh, work that was kicked off and completed with our planning, we continue to look at 
kind of enhancements along the river and identification of things. In the, in the past, the city council actually brought this up during budget discussions in the past, wanting to kind of look at what we could do to freshen up the that uh, the property that the city owns kind of next to Basil's uh, Pizzeria, and it kind of is a... It's an accessible entrance into the Riverwalk, but right now it doesn't technically meet uh, some of those ADA standards. And so, one, we're trying to improve accessibility, uh, improve kind of the entrance and gateway of that uh, that park, uh, and then um, really just make it a, a nicer experience for people. And mm -hmm. so we, we got feedback from the council and had preliminary feedback on some ideas uh, from the council. Mm -hmm. Now, that lot, is that totally owned by the city the whole lot i know uh it, it, basil's uh, right next to where they had uh uh done have done some planning as far as having an outdoor space uh where does that all come together what's where's that at now yeah they uh, right along the building of basil's they do own a little bit of um of that property i'm trying to remember now from the plan that we had mm -hmm. it was probably somewhere around was it like five six feet maybe or something like that that now? sounds about right yeah and um and then they own the back part of their property too mm -hmm. as well um so they they did submit input along with the public related to some interest to potentially put some tables uh for their patrons along their building and that was one of the discussion points was is there enough space for kind of their patrons tables as well as uh, accessibility kind of for our public onto the public mm -hmm. property as it relates to kind of our planning so that was some of the discussion with that but they did have some interest they submitted about kind of in the on the front entrance of their building as well as the side to potentially mm -hmm. offer some outdoor uh, eating opportunities. Mm -hmm. It's a it's amazing if you walk along Division Street, you will see you clearly see some uh, wayfinding signage that really highlights. Oh, there's something special here. I should maybe follow that and walk down, and then you discover the riverfront. There's really not that on the west side. And in fact, even though we have people coming in and they're almost in direct sight line to be able to see this particular area, there's really nothing that identifies it as a special space or in or in visual invitation down onto the west side of the river walk. And so this is just something bringing it up to um, same sort of standard that we all enjoy when you're walking along Division Street. So I'm really excited to see. It's a very small area, but it's a really strategic location. And if we can help highlight that and invite people into that space, my hope is that that will create some additional vibrancy on that side of the river for all of our businesses that are over there. Just that invitation using our pedestrian bridges downtown you can get to both sides of the river enjoy both sides right have some lunch uh, visit with friends and and it's just connecting both sides same sort of standard that's on the east side let's bring it over to the west side now is uh when you think about the improvements here is it either this or that meaning uh uh, Basils or the city, or is there room for both? Can you can you make a nice entrance, still have room for some extra outdoor seating? Uh, and and is I guess Basils is that still an active plan? Mm -hmm. I would say in the past we have really worked hard with Basils to bring forward some plans to improve the area. I believe in the past there has also been uh, like a pergola. And it was actually very beautiful. But for whatever reason, those things didn't move forward. I think we really want to work collaboratively with the business to see how we can best improve the area as well as take into account kind of their dreams, their aspirations for how they would like to extend seating 
out into the area without compromising the city being able to move forward. So I think our city staff are, are working in collaboration with them, and we'll just see how it moves forward. All right. Mayor Bownell is with us, along with City Administrator Ben Martig. Uh, the Milltowns Trail, the... Uh, has been was discussed again i from what i understand from what rich told me um you had a very good presentation uh yes. involving the uh, milltown trail yeah it was great tell us about it um well what was really interesting is i think that they use google earth uh for the first time i've seen a public presentation on that where it took you on that path of the trail and implanted it right within uh I don't know, it's like a satellite view. So you can see all the trees, the roads, and in real time what what they are and uh, how the trail would fit in as it moves through the city and out towards that Waterford Bridge. So it was really fun to see it. I'd like to see more of that, actually. That would be great, using technology, right, to expand our horizons on how we're showcasing projects and how they fit in. Um, I'm sure you will see more of that in the future. That's, that's <laughs> this is just own. the beginning. Yeah, so it was really great to see that this is that next step in the process, city engineering, engineering the actual trail, how it fits in, where it crosses, uh, our city staff, DNR, uh, as well as ISG and Alta Planning and Design have really been working hard on this meeting with the different uh, organizations, individuals, people that are along the route and uh, figuring figuring out the different, um, I think there's wetlands, there's uh, trailhead, there's some uh, different uh, sort of designs. Um, and I would say also the tunnel underneath Highway 19 out by Hall Avenue and Highway 19, there's an intersection out there where it would actually go under Highway 19, not over. And uh, so that was a really important um, piece of this. How do people get across Highway 19 at people going speeds at 55 miles an hour? So what, you know, this has been uh, the Milltown Trails ever since I've moved here, I think, back yeah. in the late 80s. This has been a topic of discussion. And there, there have been significant strides made through the years, but it's not an easy project. It's very complicated. From from where we're at now, we're kind of closing the gap on closing the gap. Yes. Uh, uh, but what are the biggest hurdles that still have to follow to uh, make this a reality? Yeah. Money? Yeah. yeah, Ben, just, you know, the rubbing your fingers together. Come on, where's the dough, you know? There'll be some uh, private uh, land involved in this, yeah. I would imagine, and buying that out, would that be the uh, the biggest hurdle? There's actually not very much um, private property acquisition that we have. We might have some construction easements that we'll need, but I would, I would say seriously that... Um, the councils made the decision on the route. The, the council sought, you know, support of the DNR related to getting us to 30% construction design, which is what we're working to finalize as to come back to the council. That really lays a good foundation now for us to go after dollars. And we're doing that at the same time. We have a request into the governor um, for his upcoming bonding considerations for state uh, funds over 10 million. I don't remember the exact number in my head right now for uh, requested. Uh, and then we, um, we're going to be at the legislature so people can talk to our le their representative, their senator, mm -hmm. uh, representing them, uh, encouraging them to support it. And um, mm -hmm. that would get the Northfield in-town section um, really kind of completed out, out to the Waterford Bridge. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the next piece. And as mm -hmm. the mayor was talking about, too, the other great thing about this section of the trail that would eventually connect up to the North tra uh, Trail, up to the Cannon Valley Trail, and then Cicada to, to the south 
in Northfield specifically, it's going to be taking care of a lot of problems within our community where we have disconnect of pedestrian and bike uh, safe biking routes. Yeah. And so it's going to also just make our community more connected. So not only is this going to be a good regional project, it's going to be a really huge benefit to mm -hmm. internal to our community, connecting parks and neighborhoods that we don't have connected mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, I think it will add, what is it, about another six miles of trail. And one of, um, so the east and the west side of that East Cannon River Trail, that is a six-mile loop. So this would add an additional I think it is, and uh, close to it anyway, about six miles of uh, trail. And a, one of the things that they identified through this project was they they put it in different, there's like a segment, A, B, C, D, I'm not sure how many different segments, but they've really broken it out. And it's really helpful as you're looking at the different areas of the city as it's going through uh, one of the questions or areas of concern that I think the city council raised multiple times was, how do we get people safely to this trail? It's wonderful. It's going through our community. What are the crossings? So if it's going along the southern side of Jefferson Parkway, that's great. It it makes it easier for those that live on the south side of that. But how do we get everybody from the north side that lives right there to get across Jefferson Parkway where there aren't a lot of stop signs uh, how do we get kids and families over to that trail? And I think that was uh, one of the things that came up multiple times. Is there a different way that we could do the crossing? Maybe it's an elevated crossing. Maybe it's a different color. Uh, they did uh, identify some rapid flashing beacon. I believe there's a couple different intersections where they identified some just some additional um, ways to highlight to motorists that they've got uh, people that are crossing the road and they should slow down and stop for them. Kind of similar to what's on the Highway 3 and 3rd Street uh, intersection, as well as where our students are crossing 246 at the high school and the middle school. So just trying to make it as safe as possible for people to be able to get to the trail, as well as get through our community and onto the Cannon Valley Trail. Let's talk about a time schedule uh, for the Northfield part of this. Uh, the the whole trail will uh, we won't ask you to speak for that, but uh, mm -hmm. for the Northfield part, what we have been talking about mm -hmm. best case scenario. Uh, when do you envision this being completed? Um, so let's see here. The that's a great question. <laughs> next year, <laughs> either next year or twenty fifty eight. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> we'd have twenty twenty two if we got funding. We'd start kind of the design process. Um, that could take upwards of a year. I can't, I'm trying to remember now, um, or in our capital planning, which we'll be talking about next week at our budget meeting, um, Jefferson Parkway is scheduled. Um, that might be 2024. Yeah. So that's probably a year likely. Um, mm -hmm. 2023 may be at best case, but probably more likely 2024 completion would be kind of a best case scenario. Okay, on. so maybe three to five years, somewhere in that time frame. I think realistically, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, shoot, man. <laughs> All right. Let's, I don't know. Some of these things as an elected official, like, really? Come on. Why do we have to wait so long? Oh, local government moves slow. Yeah. Yes. State government. Yeah. Too, that's well, even slower, like molasses, you're, right? You're dealing with, like, every government entity out oh, there. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. yeah. Let, let's talk about community development. Uh, uh, the the you got a presentation, or you heard from... Uh, Mitzi Baker, the uh, Community Development Director, about uh, they need some help. 
Yeah, so uh, one of the things with part of our strategic planning, we've been kind of doing some uh, department analysis. This year we're doing probably more of an internal review of that. Mm-hmm. I'd say um, looking a little bit at planning, economic development, um, housing, components of that, but probably a focus on our partnerships, um, key partnership with the Northfield Downtown Development Commission. And uh, we've been working uh, cooperatively with them on taking a look at our partnership. The city funds about 35000 a year um, in a contract with them. It's a primary kind of funding for their operations for their executive director, um, who's now in transition. And so we, we brought forward a few different, uh, probably four different options, I think, for the council to kind of do as is do a partnership where some of those uh, that work would be done in-house with community development mm-hmm. and um, where we would kind of either do it as a half-time <laughs> position, which it is now, or beef it up to a uh, full-time position, taking on some additional planning needs of the department that we identified. Um, and I'm trying to remember now if we had some other alternative. And uh, we got good feedback, I think, from the council on that. Yeah, and, and it was really helpful to see as Mincy Baker, our community development director, I think she took, and I don't remember the numbers, but she she talked a little bit about the, the number of permits and things that have been flowing through their department, which have just been growing year over year. And I think uh, for this halfway through this year, we're set to, we're already at the 2020 level. And that was even uh, greater than what it had been in the previous, I think, three years or something like that. So there's a lot that they are moving through the system. And if you're trying to do a project, sometimes you need those building permit or the plans approved in a timely manner so you can just get to your um, putting your, your first shovel in the ground so you can get your project done. And time is money, right? And so that department really is very important to the overall health, economic health, I think, of our community. So it's really helpful to see from her perspective where the needs were within the community. And this, uh, with the opportunity with the NDDC in transition, it gives us an opportunity as a community to look at holistically, how can we best move forward? Is Are there greater alignments that we can create uh, efficiencies that could be had if you could do some combining of some different uh, organizations or roles and bringing someone in-house uh, with an additional staff person at the within the community development would add that efficiency, the alignment, and ability to just move things forward, hopefully, in a much uh, more efficient manner. And I, I'm really thankful for the opportunity. I think it's been highlighted multiple times. We have so many different entities uh, within the city that really want to help economic development, housing, and things like that move forward, but we're not all together in one spot. And I think locating the chamber, NEC, NDDC, CVB are all underneath one roof, although different organizations. And that was a great move. There still might be another opportunity yet if we can just stretch ourselves to really vision on how this could work even better. And I think that's really where the council's at. Uh, And I think some council members were even in favor of more than one uh, additional member that would be... Uh, full-time staff member uh, with community development. 
Yeah, you know, as far as that that goes, a full-time person or a part-time person or, or, or both or whatever, the needs within that department, are those more of a like an administrative, a paperwork type thing? Or will you need to have hire somebody that has some more advanced uh, experience and skills within community development? To... Yeah, we'd uh, really kind of a, a city planner type job doing engage, community engagement and then just kind of planning assistance. There are things that right now our, our planning uh, director... Um, has planning commission heritage preservation commission currently and then also often has to present related to council agenda items there are some natural things where they could be made the new position could maybe take on some of those things like heritage Mm -hmm. preservation which really covers the same area of downtown Um, and then um, we also are doing like business development uh, for facade grants that we've been using that that position could take on some of that so i think that this the skills are good and one thing I wanted to comment, too, is just the kind of it seems to me like the ongoing joke that I hear as a city administrator is how many city administrators have come and gone here through the city. And yes. I celebrated my fifth anniversary, yes. and I've had three executive directors at the NDDC. And so I think also you have, is it a part-time position currently? It is, I think we also believe by merging together, by having a full-time position, hopefully you can recruit and retain people for longer yeah. periods of time, too. Yeah. And Frankly, I think this could be really fun and interesting work. So I'd be excited that if you created a position, you might be able to find a really talented person to do that just with how interesting the work would be to, you know, be able to work in a community like this to help really move forward, (laughs) you know, the downtown to make it stronger and more vibrant in the riverfront work that's uh, part of that area. So um, that's one one other thing I think just too is just retention, I think, could help both of us, which is why the chair of the NDEC and the board or, or have been supportive of exploring this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems obvious or evident that uh, this will be an ongoing uh, discussion. Yeah. Will this be worked into whatever the case may be? You'd have to work that into the 2022 budget. Would that be mm-hmm. uh, fair to say? Yes. Uh, so we'll be having discussions with the council coming up. We actually have a multi-year agreement already in existence with the NDDC. So um, you, you know, it would be basically coming to agreement to end that if we choose to do that. Otherwise, um, if it didn't move forward, they would presumably go forward with an executive director search. But it seems mm-hmm. like there's uh, support to definitely uh, move this ahead. And uh, so council will be taking that on in the budget. All right. Well, I told you when you sat down here that we had lots of time available <laughs> as long as you guys, but uh, we uh, will probably let you go. Is there anything else we haven't discussed from either the meeting Monday or anything that's coming up you'd like to mention? I don't think anything specifically for me. <laughs> All right. No. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah. Thanks for talking for uh, 26 minutes wow, for this. Right. We certainly appreciate that. We had Is some that a record? Conversation. <laughs> I think that's the most we've had in a long time. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, we appreciate it. Uh, have a good yeah. week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thanks. Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and also City Administrator Ben Mardigan.